John Cougar Mellencamp starting us off here at Classic Hits on this Monday, 11th of January. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Good morning to you. Hello, horse. How are you? Super oh, duper. Super duper. Happy very Monday morning to you and all of Absolutely. Look positively balmy out there. It's nearly summertime. Oh, jeepers. Get out of it. <laughs> what did John say? 7 to 10 degrees. Woo! Ooh, yeah. You'll getting your shorts back on, PJ. John, no, but it's colder on the bike than it was last week. Really? Wind, Very yeah. Very strange, that, isn't the it? The wind chill. The wind, like, chills you down so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. It gets up into your ghoulies and your ginglies and everything in the luggage. Uh, cool you, should you, get, you should get yourself one of those things that fully encases you. A car, I think they're called. Oh, yeah, I had one. <laughs> I had one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and home. you gave it away. Well, yeah, very strange. I might see it again in the summer or something. <laughs> Just when I don't need it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Give me an opportunity to roll down the windows, I suppose. Oh, yeah, that's That'll be true. a start. Anyway, listen, folks, hopefully you had a decent weekend. Uh, whatever you got up to, uh, whatever you could manage to get up to over the course of the uh, of the old weekend. Did you have anything exciting, PJ? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh... All the parties, Jim. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your oh, social diary is rammed. Absolutely jam Although it was on the six o'clock show on Friday. Excellent. That was for Dogs Trust, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the most. Uh, that's the furthest I've been from the house in. Jeepers, I don't know. Since. Oh, probably December 2019. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Like, roughly. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it would be. Yeah. Yeah. The outskirts of Dublin, as far as you're concerned. Yeah, so it's about since. Oh, my God. Since no, 2019, that is the farthest I've been from my house. Uh, and anyway, did you deliver the message that Dogs Trust wanted you to deliver? I did my best. Did you do your duty? Oh, I did for my best. For your four legged furry friends. But you know, people ask you the details and you start going, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I tried to remember. I showed up, didn't I? What I tried to you remember. Want? Look, do you go to the website and do whatever they tell you, right? And don't be an idiot. And, and don't I'm, worry, dog. I'm only adopt. here as a, as a signboard, really. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just here to make people go, what's he doing there? Dog's trust. Right, I must go and look up what it's all yeah. about. Adopt, don't buy, and all that, yes. So yeah. that's, that's about the message, really. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolute brilliant. That's exactly what an ambassadorial role should be. Clueless. <laughs> 8 if you need to give us a shout whatever's going on for you this morning uh, Double Money Monday of course more on that in the way Shakira whenever wherever here at Classic Hits waking up happy with BJ and Jim on this Monday 11th of January uh, almost 12 and a half minutes past 6 o'clock as we get set to take on the birthdays now I know there's a few people texting in and they're, they're waiting they're waiting patiently it will come trust me people it will come right we will unleash PJ Gallagher probably after the half six headlines because I don't want to waste the opportunity you know, you know well what it is they're waiting for. They're what? waiting for. <laughs> well, I, I actually don't know. Oh, you do. What you do. You're, they're waiting and wondering what might come from the. Um, you know when the when the realization come sets. Come on, you crawly town. <laughs> I'm always, See, I don't know, well, we I've were trying been to, a big fan of Crawley. I don't even know what, I can't believe that that was like an anticipation team. We were trying to keep him under wraps because I need to get the birthdays done. And oh, if I let him go now, Jim, if I let stop. him go now. Well, you've started me now. Well, no, we have to. Oh. Wait, hold, put it away in the box for a minute. Oh. <laughs> so, that's very cruel. Look, you've given them a teaser. You've given that's them a teaser cruel. of what's to come. And look, I'll tell you what, right, <laughs> to ease the pain on the birthdays, first the birthdays, is a united legend. Oh, very good. So that'll yeah. help ease the pain. A real united. Not the type of united that get beat by two crawlies. <sighs> no, the man they christened Captain Marvel, Brian Robson. Oh, he is Captain Marvel. Of course he is. He's celebrating his birthday today. United legend, uh, 90 caps for England. Not not a managerial career you'd want to crow too not much Not exactly, about, but, but that know. happens with some of the greats. Look at yeah. like a Roy Keane, for example. Exactly, yeah. That does happen. Sometimes managerial stuff, the managerial road isn't uh, for you. Yeah. You expect Because you expect everyone to be as magnificent as you are, I Yeah, think. you expect them to be able to do the things yeah. you were able to do. And when they can't do what like, one in a billion people can do, you go, you're just being lazy. <laughs> I could do it easily. You're like, oh my God. Literally just can't do it. Yeah. Your, your, your talent surpasses everybody in here. And now you're being cranky at us for he doing was a, our best. Like, when I was a kid, he was a mad hero of mine, Brian Robson. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember Ron Atkinson uh, when he was managing United once. Somebody asked him about because Robson had his fair share of injury, sort of. Yeah. Because he was always throwing himself into things. He'd yeah, be, yeah. You know what I mean? He'd be running into all sorts I mean, of He'd be tripping over the other lads' comb overs and everything. <laughs> And uh, they were questioning him because he was, you know, about playing Brian Robson and he wasn't fully fit. 
and Ron Atkinson basically said, I'm, I'm paraphrasing now, but he basically yeah. said like, uh, a 70 or 80% Brian Robson is worth pretty much any other player I have. Yeah, it's just still too much for anybody. It's brilliant, so, isn't it? You know, he had to play, basically. Uh, what but he was great. Know? About 73. 64. Jeepers, I was miles off. <laughs> miles off. Brian, if you're listening, apologies. Uh, do you know what threw me there was when Jim said when he was a kid, he was a hero. <laughs> was. I didn't, you should have said when I was in my 30s. <laughs> oh my god I can't believe I'm getting a kick in now Just because I didn't let him have his leads rant yet That's what it is yeah, yeah. You rein me in <laughs> and now And now, now I've got all this bile I have to let out All this pent up anger yeah. <laughs> Right Brian Robson 64 Right uh, current Premier League star Jamie Vardy Celebrating oh, his birthday today What a player he is And what a great journey As they always say Yeah. Whenever they talk about him They talk about the fact Like he was literally non-league True, you know, yeah, and he came the whole way through. Incredible. Like, he was playing for the likes of like the worst clubs in the world, like you know, Crawley Town, and <laughs> you know, clubs that could never beat anyone of any substance. Anyway, uh, and uh, and now he's a Premier League winner. He's uh, got a Premier League winner's medal with an unbelievable reputation for scoring against big clubs. Like if he was playing someone terrible like Crawley Town, he might not even get a goal. <laughs> but. Uh, but it's always the big clubs that he makes suffer at his hands. Like it's always yeah. the big clubs. Yeah, unreal. And kind of like, like he's had his England run as well. But mind you, I, yeah, I suppose it's just one of those. Things. I just think that sometimes the old fashion comes into it. Do you know what I mean? Of course. With all due respect, if you're playing for a true, Leicester, yeah. you know, compared to playing for a Liverpool or a City or a United yeah, you or just whatever, don't. Yeah. It's like even when they won the. Premier League and they had all these great players and they still do look how handy they had it's amazing we just have this thing that they're not a big club I know like Kasper Schmeichel is mean, one of the best th- players in the league and are they still top four currently I must look that up they are yeah yeah and they, and then you get all and you still kind of go ah oh, yeah it's still yeah, it's yeah. only Leicester it's like. only <laughs> it's terrible isn't it uh, but I'd say Jamie Vardy is like what age is he? Like they're still 40, playing yeah I like 32, is he? 34. Oh, jeepers, right. 34, right. There's a sort of a loose um, footballing connection with this one, although she's not. She's famous, of course, for being uh, for being on TV. Rachel Riley. Rachel Riley. I wish you could have seen PJ's face when I said that. Rachel Riley is the sort of genius on Countdown now. Oh, is she the yeah. Countdown person? She's like the new Carol Vorderman. Is that gas? I was li- listening. You know that brilliant podcast, The Nobody's Own? Yeah. Well, there's two so new episodes good. of that have just been released. No way. Yeah, two new episodes. Oh, I'll have right? to get on that. And I was listening to one of them yesterday. It was on my walk, right? And they go to interview this woman in Paddy Fermis. Right. And she, they're talking about this big murder and everything. And obviously, she didn't leave to tell you off. And in the background, <laughs> she's doing this thing. And she's talking about murder. All you hear is the countdown clock going. <laughs> ding, 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 I was like, oh my God, look at that. That's and incredible. And they obviously stuck with this interview that they couldn't. It was too late. Yeah. Say, so could you tell us that again? Because you have to get it in real time, whatever. Uh, yeah. But I was so distracted. I had to listen to it twice because I couldn't hear what she was saying. <laughs> I got so tuned into in the real distance yeah. in the countdown clock. So then he walked up behind him yeah. Rachel Riley, yeah, because she's a, she's a big United supporter. Is she fair play yeah, to yeah, her? She, she knows what's for going on. MUTV and stuff like that sometimes. She knows the deal. <laughs> Come on, you crawly town. Uh, I gotta say, she's. I don't really know who she is, if I'm being honest. She's got a very lovely head as well. I'm surprised you don't know who she is. A genius and a very lovely head. Oh, yeah, I don't bump into people like that. Uh, 38. (laughs) Not bad, 35. Okay. 35. Right, what about this? Mary J. Blige. We don't play a lot of Mary J. Blige. No. Her one with George Michael, of course. Yeah, yeah. We play, but. um, 50 million records and actually Fat, just yeah. to help you along on this one as well significant birthday you're joking yeah right 60 so once, oh. if you let me finish I was going to say once again I'll say to you 50 million records <sighs> well I've blown it now go I? on go on go for it 70 <laughs> what she's 50 for God's sake. I was saying... I thought 50. you were saying shoot long, like... Oh, 50 million records. Oh, 50. right, I thought you were saying, like, how could you possibly be, like, as young as... Like, <laughs> or 60 if you're 50 million records old. Oh, for shit. Oh, wow. I, I, I don't know who she is, to be honest. I was pretending. <laughs> you know when you said the George Michael song, I was like, yeah, yeah. 
I haven't a clue what you're talking about. Right, what I, about I this? I shot myself in the Maybe this will appeal better to you. What about, this is meant to be your curveball for today, Arthur Scargill. Oh, yeah, he was great crack. I used to love watching him in the news back in the day. Yeah, the, back in the day, leader though. of the miners against Maggie Thatcher and all yeah, of that. Yeah, that was this. And, and then he set up the new labour movement, which I think are still in existence today. Uh, big trade unionists used to get the absolute Mickey ripped off him on spitting image. Oh, yeah. Oh, my now, God. you mentioned earlier on when we were talking about Brian Robson, people falling over their comb-overs. Yeah. Arthur Scargill had a legendary one. And he was only a in legendary early one. 30s, man. <laughs> and he had this comb-over that was like... He could tie it to his leg. Like, it was un- it was a mad It was thing. an extraordinary thing. Unbelievable, yeah. He yeah. was like, we are here, the young workmen of Britain, <laughs> the young workmen of Wales. And you're like, I young? Actually, look, you, know you look about, you look 90. When I was in school, we had a, 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 a metalwork teacher, an engineering teacher or whatever, who was I, the spitting image of Arthur Scargill. You're joking. In terms of the comb over and, and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. His nickname was Gary Baldy. But, <laughs> of course it was. It's terrible. It's shocking, carry on. Anyway, uh, but yeah, he was the spitting image of him. The comb over and everything. One that's of those, gas. like, you know, if it stood up, like, it would add a foot to his height. One Unre- of them jobs, you know? Yeah, it's not mad. And yeah. just wrap four or five times. <laughs> and then if the wind blows, it, co- it unravels like a spring. And it's just like dancing in the wind. Oh, man, your hair should never dance in your wind. You're like, your hair should oh. never be longer than your elbow if you're bald on top. That's all <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, bit of perspective. Bit of perspective. i got to say, Arthur Scargill, he's not a young man. No. He's 83. Yes, he is! Yeah. What a oh, way no, to no, finish. That, yes, he is. Arthur Scargill. So he, he doesn't know the glorious view, vision that is Rachel Riley or the, the, the multi, multi, multi-million success that is Betty Mary Ford. J. Mary J. Betty Ford. Betty Ford. Oh my God! But he knows the comb over legend that is Arthur Scargill. Brilliant. Well done. Priorities. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I'll tell you something. My music knowledge marches on. Now you're up to date on the home of '90s at night with Nicky Hayes. Weeknights is classic hits. Thank you kindly, John. Good to see you, sir. How are you this morning? Very well. Good morning. Yeah, good to have you along. And uh, I believe we have you for a slightly more extended period. Indeed, another. Two weeks stretch out onto the horizon. Oh, yeah. oh amazing! Yeah, good weekend wonderful. for you, John. Anything wild or wonderful? No, lockdown continues unabated. <sighs> I just thought and there might have been something there, you know, out in the wilds of Kildare that look, the rest of us don't know about. Not really, apart from good heavy mist and drizzle. That's about the extent of it now these days. You, you need know? a good heavy mist and drizzle. Yeah, John knows. John's him. the man to talk. He knows him. a few yeah. places. Yeah. He knows where all the best wet mist and drizzle spots around <laughs> yeah. the country are. Now, in fairness, it's better than Spain. Have you seen that over Madrid? Twenty no. inches of snow. So they'd no. storm, storm Filomino, no? So basically, it absolutely went to town. They, and now several people died. This is quite serious. And uh, stopped all sorts of things taking place. Now, nothing's happening anyway. But at the yeah. same time, it's closed the roads, the transport, the rail links, all the rest snow of Snow in Madrid. Yeah. Now, they, I know they have winter per se. Yeah. So in the sense that it's colder than it would be in July when it's 45 degrees or whatever. Uh, yeah. So it's funny you know, 18 degrees type thing. But uh, yeah, so basically the storm Philomena went nuts and they've had 20 inches of snow or something like that. So there you go. That is, uh, do you know what's, there's, that's do you know what's also sort of slightly kind of, I don't know, the, uh, another silver lining to that story would be that Tara would be going absolutely bananas <laughs> that even Spain got it's snow. It's snow and she can't have it. <laughs> and she can't have it. Ah, come on now, leave it off. She only gets four or five months a year off. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, you're right. Come on. There's no need. Yeah, yeah. Reveling in the fact that snow in Spain. (laughs) I know. I actually wouldn't be a bit surprised if that's what it is. She's on the internet now. What? She's on the internet now trying to find a flight. I guarantee you. Well, she was like, thought you meant she was on the WhatsApp and she said she heard what I said. (laughs) Phil Collins, you can't hurry love here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 19 minutes away from 7 o'clock. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for letting us hang out with you. On this Monday, 11th of January, 087 if you need to give us a shout. Uh, buckets of WhatsApps in, all sorts of things. Here's an interesting one, right? From um, uh, Estefano. Hang on a second, no. Estefania, it is, right? Who's in Blessington at the moment. Right! But is originally from a place called Leon in the north of Spain. Oh, yeah. All right, and uh, was on to say... Uh, 
uh, that basically what's happening in Madrid is nothing. Well, I wouldn't go that far now. It did sound pretty bad the way John said it to us. But what, uh, basically what Estefania is saying is that in Leon, in the north of Spain, they regularly get half a metre of snow. Ah, uh, yeah, but that's Leon, the norm. Leon is the gateway to the Alps. Like, I remember going to the... We used to, we'd, you'd fly to Leon if you are going to the Alpine. Like, if you want yeah. to go to Alpe d'Huez or anything like that, you go through Leon. So they're and used to it. Is this true? With temperatures below minus 30. That's outrageous. I suppose that, up at the top of the mountains, maybe, is there? Maybe. Up at the top of the Alpine. I mean, like, that sounds proper, like, Lapland territory. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> minus 30. Yeah. But you see, it's like that. It's a, I suppose you forget about that, yeah, the mountainous areas of Spain and yeah. towards the Alps and everything. I know, well, France. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, or, or no, Leon, whatever. Whatever. The, the Pyrenees, that's the north of Spain, would be the right. Pyrenees Mountains, wouldn't it? Now, how am I supposed to know the difference there? He's saying. Uh, oh, he's saying. Leon, not Leon. Sorry, he's saying. I, I got confused with Leon in France, which is the Alpine Mountains. Oh, sorry, and, right, and okay. I, I'm now being corrected saying. It's Leon, not near is, the Pyrenees. Right. So there you go then. I, well, then I don't know what I'm talking Imagine. Imagine once again, me. On this show, not knowing what I'm talking about. You see, about. the beauty of it is, right? Lo siento para todo. Is the, uh, is the best part about it is that, you know, you and I, right, if we were approaching this situation, I go in tentatively doubting myself. I yeah. go in kind of like thinking, God, I wonder, I better not say that because I might be wrong then. I don't want, you know, I better not say it's the this or it's that or whatever. So, yeah. Mm, and I, I creep in tentatively into a discussion. You go in... Both wellies full on. I do. Here we go. I know. I've know. I know all this. Leave this with me, Jim. I've got it. I've got it. I love that. Yeah. That's, now look, he's even look. He, they're sending maps and everything now, PJ. Oh yeah. Look at that. <laughs> this is getting a bit mad now, isn't it? Lo siento para todo. No está más cerca de Pyrenees. Right, okay, I get it. Uh, maps and everything on the go. Anyway, Estefania, thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much for correcting me. Very, uh, I really yeah. needed that correction, yeah. Also, uh, there's a few bits and pieces in there. Um, <laughs> here we go, folks. Uh, lock yourself in. Seatbelts on. Uh, Corporal Craig has been on to say, Jim... Crawley are that bad they brought on Mark Wright from the only way oh, is Essex isn't it fantastic oh to see Leeds which getting is, hammered which is actually true because I texted PJ oh, no. when that was happening that literally they were bringing on a bloke who appeared on Strictly Come Down a fella who was wearing top <laughs> shoes on the BBC oh god it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life yeah. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. That was it. Because I was... Reality no, TV stars are beating them and everything. That's what I mean. Like, he was famous for The Only Way is Essex, and then he did all the reality stuff, Strictly and whatever. Um, well, I had no idea he'd any sort of footballing element to him at all. No, not at all. Nobody did. Even Crawley didn't. <laughs> I think they just said, this, this is easy. Is there anyone in the crowd that would like to play for Crawley? And this guy from reality TV says, I'll do it. And they were like, well, I know you from Strictly Come Dancing. He goes, yeah, if you let me play, I'll do a song for the for the audience. And then when he scored, he went, when you're smiling, when you're smiling. Oh, good old Mark, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So brilliant. Extraordinary stuff. Uh, oh. Yeah, so there's a few. There's a, there's a, a, a different gathering. Um, obviously, both factions are on. There's those who are very happy to have seen the result. <laughs> it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Um, what's this? Uh, cheer up Leeds fans it could have been worse at least Joey Essex and Gemma Collins didn't, didn't come on at the end for a run out as well yeah Gemma Collins well, she, she'd be well able for it she'd be a great centre half for for uh, like probably four leads although you know what I mean oh my god that's it was the best thing ever that wasn't Mar- it, yeah the Mark Wright thing I suppose why the machine is stuck it's literally stuck on that that's open. Even the machine is acting up against that, anti-Leeds. No, the machine is, yeah, that's how that's how Leeds feels all the time. Stuck in time. No, stuck in a warp. I can't, can't get, get back to me, I can't get back to me blooming. Oh, the here we go. Oh, we're back. Now, yeah. f- finally, we're back. Right. Um, so there's that. Uh, so there's those who are reveling in it. And then there are those who are not happy at all. Like Alan and Ennis. Oh, get out. Who's a Leeds fan who is... He's, he, everybody's gotten it. John's out there getting it in the neck from Alan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's put in a number of texts. Oh, is there he giving us loads? Expla- of... Explaining the you know the issues. Explaining the issues. Yeah, monetary and so on. What are you talking about? Crap football team. It was like, it was brilliant. Oh, just see, imagine going back to Leeds now. You know, they didn't get their rack hurry that night. I can tell you that much. Oh my God. <laughs> Definitely not. Apparently, your man um, Mark Rice 
had a spell when he was a kid at Spurs, according to Corpo Craig. Did he, yeah? Yeah, he was released by Spurs when he was a kid. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, sure, that's right. Sure, lots of people Mind did you. halftime entertainment for big clubs that went on to play for other clubs. <laughs> it's just, to be fair, the way Corpo Craig puts it there, Jim, Spurs released him as a kid. To say released him as a footballer, might have you know. That's what I'm saying. You see, maybe, the just, maybe they released him from jail. He was part of the Tottenham Hotspur mini pop um, halftime entertainment group, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Um, uh, what? Else? Anyway, look, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of back and forth on the WhatsApp today about the old Leeds result yesterday. Oh yeah, absolutely brilliant. <laughs> absolutely brilliant, isn't it? The cup, oh. eh? The cup, yeah, that's it. It's gas why nobody cares about the cup once they get thrown out. It's only the cup, yeah, was it, yeah? Yeah? <laughs> no humiliation at all attached to this. No? Oh. Anyway, uh, listen, apart from that, here's what we have for you today. It is a Double Money Monday. It's a chance to bag yourself 1,600 quid on the uh, Hitbit. Classic Hits, Dottie, if you want to check it out, you can get all the previous guesses. Big is still the clue. It's still out there. And 1,600 quid is waiting for you, as is Magic Mike on WhatsApp, 87 And brand new week of the breakfast table quiz. We'll roll out what our prize is. And, and a PJ apparently is coming down with information he wants to share with the nation today. I am. Oh, for God's sake. Sorry, I'm slightly distracted there. I was just looking at goal scored by a tap dancer against somebody last night there on the internet what's going on what am I trying to well, say well I just you, you said to me literally moments ago you said my god there's so much going on oh there is loads going on yeah 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 Oh yeah, my, okay, I'll stop, I'll stop giggling at this thing. Yeah, yeah, there's lottery disasters going on. Right. Uh, yeah, how that happens and loads of fake football fans. Uh, there's, there's a bit of that. And, uh, the worst ever learner driver, how many times he's failed his test. We've loads to be talking about Brilliant. today. Loads to be talking Action packed it is. And, and TV shows you could never make today in today's environment. A bit of that going on as well. Lovely. Right, 087 if you want to give us a shout. You want a Mac? Need you tonight in excess here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Eight minutes past seven o'clock on this Monday, 11th of January. Good to have you with us. Thanks for letting us hang out with you. Big day on the Hitbit. Double Money Monday today, 1,600 euro. And the clue is out there. Generally, when the clue is released... You're on the you're on the kind of you you're know, on the, the road back. to victory really, aren't you? Pretty much it never seems to last too long after Mike gives the clues, traditionally speaking anyway. So mm. the clue is big for anyone that's wondering. The clue is big. Absolutely. Uh, and as all in the, the actual st- word big, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is literally the word big. That's that is the clue. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight Magic Mike is standing by, let him know if you fancy playing now. I know that music might strike fear into the hearts of Leeds fans uh, thinking, don't tell me PJ's going to have another rant about (laughs) about the FA Cup humiliation. But no, look, actually, no, it's not about the uh, defeat to the mighty Crawley Town. No, in fact, Leeds fans, you may... (laughs) In fact, you may have an opportunity to get your own back in this particular segment because PJ has found a footballing story that really well I mean who knows what you, where this might go well look at it, it could, there's so many people online this is what how people tend to judge other people by their you know their football support the, the, the levels of football support let me rephrase it by how they see them act on Instagram or on social media right right okay yeah so that's a big thing so you might go you might see somebody like uh, I don't know maybe a sort of a I don't know a butcher from Wicklow or something <laughs> And he like he's letting on. Actually, that's I never thought of that. So I wonder has anybody checked on on the bomber Brown, yeah, on the, Pat Brown this morning to see if he's. I hope he's all right now after because he's a big Leeds fan and that won't have that won't have gone down well. Ha 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 ha. I mean, ha, actually, ha, do you know ha, something? Do you know something? What we should do is right. Yeah. We should actually say to the people of Dublin, if you're anywhere around the south side of Dublin, anywhere around uh, the Crumlin Road, the old Crumlin Road, yeah. right. Uh, if you go in to Brown's Butchers, just go in and ask for a Crawley special. Go oh, yeah, yeah, do that. They're doing a Crawley special. So tell them that PJ and Jim said Sent you. they're doing a Crawley special, right? And you want a fiver off. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, three quid off. That would be appropriate. Three quid off, yeah. Three, you want three quid off. Oh, you can go, you can ask for a lead special as well, which is just a bag of gun-off ham. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Okay, I better get on with this because I get in trouble here. The texters are not happy with me. <sighs> uh, so but anyway. Yeah, so yeah, fake. So what this comes is, if, but the truth is, is that most people identify, oh, not most people, but a third of people identifying themselves as huge football fans on social media are fake fans. They're not real fans. They're all either Johnny come lately's wanting a piece of the glory. Right. Or they're actually fake bot accounts that just try to lure in other fans so they can sell them some old crap or whatever. Really? Yeah. So researchers, they use these online tools, right, to spot what a fake fan looks like. Uh, and they have bogus addresses, fake names, all of that stuff. So what clubs have the biggest amount of fake fans? Well, Premier League minnows Burnley, uh, whose most famous fan is a, a Downing Street fella, Alistair Campbell. Do you remember him, the spin oh, doctor? Oh, yeah, the spin doctor, yeah. Uh, he is the highest, they have the highest percentage of fakers, which is weird. Why them? Why Burnley Town? Who wants to be associated to Burnley Town? Why, yeah, why? So the idea of a fake fan is you're out there promoting your team, is it? Yeah, you're out there like oh, you're, well, your supposed team, saying, "Oh, I'm a huge fan," but in truth, you never watch a game, you never do on the telly, you never contribute in any way. And, you actually uh, probably don't have have genuine. So interest. Lots, lots of people are pretending to be Burnley fans. Probably Leeds fans who are ashamed of themselves. <laughs> I'd say. I'd say there's a bit of that going on there. Is it? Wouldn't there be? There would be a load of that. Yeah. Who do you support? <laughs> Burnley. Name the players. Um, um, Johnny Come Lately, Alistair Khan. Um, that was always the way in school. Do you remember you'd say you were a football fan? Right. And somebody go, no, you're not. And go, yeah, yeah. And they go, no, you're not. Name, name five players on the team. And you'd be like, um, number um, seven, yeah. number nine. You're like, Dean Rock. Like, he plays for the dubs, you tick. Never all that sort of stuff. So this is the new way. I'm kind of surprised it. by that. Burnley, that's mad. Yeah, so 124,959 um, fakers out of 345,000. Right. Um, online supporters can turn out. Leeds then, they focus. Leeds and Fairness do very well here. Famous fan, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. <laughs> now we know why he's in a bad mood all the time. Um, but they have the highest number of genuine fans online. So they're pretty devoted followers. Should so have to be. Right, so there's no... They're, they're, if you see somebody claiming to be a Leeds fan online, chances are they chances genuinely are, are. they are the real right, deal. Okay, yeah, they're yeah. the most genuine actual supporters and fans, you know. Yeah. Fanatics. Um, 17%. Um, were only found to be fake which is actually very 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 low right uh, it's Crystal Palace um, they're the second in the fake fans table so they're like 35% of people claiming to be Crystal oh, Palace fans so how come it's not the big clubs how come it's not as you say the the sort of bandwagoners well here you go here's the t- well here's a, an interesting statistic with Manchester United then right. right so Manchester United they have a very low proportion of fake fans which is very surprising actually yeah because even as a United the, fan I would say that's very, normally that's the accusation that it's yeah they're all just yeah. bandwagoners or they're all like you know it's Derek in Japan who just buys a t-shirt and never watches anything you know <laughs> but they actually seem to have a very low proportion but they actually have the highest overall number of fake fans simply because, because it's the, the volume of fans because yeah. the volume so like the, they online they reckon there's like 38.2 million regular posters uh, are claiming to be Manchester United fans which is huge and 20% of those are fakes which means they're actually not quite not too bad in the fake fans but yeah. the overall big the numbers is bigger than anybody it's bigger than anybody you know what I mean so their fake fans are like actually you know they'd be, be more of them than there would be Leeds fans in the whole world you know <laughs> so it's, it's, you can see the way these statistics can be skewed if you look at them that way yeah yeah so there you go so it's, it's, it's interesting enough now a lot of them are just robots and not you know that sort of thing so a lot of that and how did they so like I mean what's going to if, if somebody's claiming to be a Burnley fan if I spot a Burnley fan yeah. or a Crystal Palace fan yeah I mean, how's that going to entice me to buy anything or to what's the what's in it for them? I honestly, I don't know. I've I've read this story three times, and honestly, I surely if you're trying to out. flog something, you want to flog it to the widest audience. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point in, in attempting to sell something to the eight people and? three dogs that live in Burnley or else maybe you're just trying to be a hitman and you're trying to blend into society as the most boring individual that's ever lived and you sort of say what you do you say oh, I'm a Burnley fan and I walk me whip it and I like to keep to myself and nobody suspects you of anything God forbid yeah. they definitely don't accuse you of having a good time any, any time often so there's a bit of that going on that's, that's extraordinary yeah that whereas is. if you said you were a Leeds fan and you weren't so you go oh Jay stay away from your man you know you never know and you know what that was you know what I mean? Here we go. He's a, he's one of those. He's like a big bag of gone off ham. <laughs> 
I'm actually afraid to look at the WhatsApp after that now, I'll be honest with you. I'm genuinely, I'm going to have to run out of the room. Uh, absolutely. We may have oh, to. Oh, no, there it is now. It's begun. All this slagging from a Mayo man. I mean, seriously, I knew. I knew it was coming. Your past will always come back to haunt you, BJ. <laughs> Karma, I think they call that. Folk from Madonna here at Classic Hits, almost 20 past seven. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Security guard Derek Spinon wants us to say happy birthday to his daughter, Holly. Yeah, happy very birthday. Holly is 20 today. Happy 20th birthday, Holly. Have a deadly one. Yeah, yeah. So happy birthday to you. Also, just on the football thing. Oh. Um, uh, hang on a second. I have to be careful about this one now as well. I was about to read this one out. It was following on from your story of the fake fans. Oh, yeah. And uh, and somebody was saying, hang on a second now. It's gone missing now. Is somebody playing with my machine there? No, all of a I sudden? think it uh, looks like it was deleted. Oh, it was deleted. Yeah, ah, it's right, deleted okay. by sender. <laughs> Right, so it's a good job I didn't get too, invo- too embroiled in it. Maybe Couldn't so, Couldn't let yeah. me down the dodgy path. Anyway, listen, 087-188-0008 if you do want to give us a shout, particularly for the hit bit, Double Money Monday, €1,600 Euro today. Guaranteed Irish from the script, break even here at Classic Hits, waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Wow, 23 okay. minutes away from uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, final call on the, bre- on, the, on the breakfast table quiz, on the hit bit, of course, on Double Money Monday, €1,600. Euro. If you can tell us what our famous hit is, big is the clue. Magic Mike standing by on WhatsApp 087 And speaking of money... Speaking of money, hang on a second here. Here we go. And, uh, eyes down. Oh, yeah, yeah, the lotto balls. The old lotto balls. Because, um, well, i tell you something, right? I've, it's, I've never really had a substantial... Well, I did have one sort of substantial win on, uh, on the lottery. Right, what, what was now, it? No, not as in... You know what I mean? Like, as in... Um, uh, Half a million. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Nothing near jackpot, but like a couple of hundred quid, say, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. On a, on a, on the a lottery, and um, but never kind of never something that would be contentious. You know the way you can get wins and they become like say for example, you know the way we had a syndicate in here. Yeah. And, you know, like, it, there's all that thing about, oh, yeah, no, I, I'll give you that money next week. I know. And then it's I like, know, well, if you strictly weren't part of the draw, should you get your 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 cash? This is it. This so, is it. You know, winning the old money, it can, it can come, it can be fraught with dangers, PJ. And, and don't get above yourself there with the old few hundred quid. Even the few hundred quid can cause trouble, Jim. Really? Yeah, so check this out. So this is a moral dilemma. Moral dilemma. Right. A woman bought her boyfriend, right? Yeah. A lottery ticket. And uh, th- he won 500 quid. That's Happy what he days. Won, 500 quid, right? And then she goes, ah, oh, amazing, we won. <laughs> and he was like, who, who, sorry, who, who won? She goes, we won. I got I, the ticket I gave you. We won. And he's like, the ticket you gave me is a present. Like, give me yeah, birthday Yeah, card. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, yeah, we won on it. And he's like, I don't think, I don't think we won anything. I think I won on the ticket that was a present for me, for my birthday. Yeah. Right, so then, uh, so went on social media. Should my, uh, should my fella share his lottery winnings, right? Uh, or so my brother share his lottery winnings it was the sister that went on right my brother's girlfriend gave him the, gave him the ticket blah blah he won the 500 quid went out to the public she thinks she should be given half the money or at least some of the money because she gave him the thing as a present right uh, and hundreds and actually I'd say at this stage thousands of people have sided with the man but a lot of people are sided with the woman as well one saying is saying one person says she shouldn't expect anything it was a gift in a card you don't suppose like what else what other present would you have to do that with yeah biscuits I would argue you know, biscuits or anything <laughs> what, that if you give somebody biscuits you'd expect to get at least a biscuit or two back exactly or if I call around to your house and I have a bottle of wine for yeah. example I'd expect you to open it and offer me a glass but not say so what do you have on yourself you know what I mean I'd be like a bit you know <laughs> yeah not so saying mm, that'll go well with my collection mm, can't yeah. wait yeah, yeah stick that down would there. you like a glass of water before yeah. you leave PJ I, I only have tap water now here unfortunately like you know what I mean yeah so there is a sort of there's, there's a precedent to all of this, right? Other people saying they should split up. They should split up and leave each other. If you can't agree to split that, then how could you even share your lives together if you can't share 500 quid? It's yeah. ridiculous. I don't know. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe he could take her out for dinner. This is what I think. Maybe he'd stop off the local petrol station, get her a sandwich or something. Grant. But if she gives you a present, it's your present. What happens with that present is your money. Yeah. Now, if you want to share it, that's grand. But this whole, oh, we won, I think is a little bit cheeky that's, as well. So this is the old, what's yours is mine, 
what's mine's my own kind of thing here. This is what's going on here. Basically, it's like, you know. I get a feeling there's a bit of that on it. So, like. so really what she should have said at the start was, I've bought us a present. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, technically it's your birthday or whatever she gave it to him for. But I've bought us a present. Because yeah. obviously if there's any winnings, we're sharing them. I know. Which doesn't really make it his present. I know, exactly. What's you the, know what what's I mean? the point of giving it to him? If yeah. he was going to get half of it anyway, what was the point of giving him anything? Get him a proper present. Get him a little packet of jocks. You won't be sharing them. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. You know? you know, there could have been a present that, as you say, you couldn't have any... Like, because the thing about it is, that's the thing with money, you see. If somebody has a big win yeah. on something, anywhere, bookies or... I don't know casinos or somewhere I say I don't know whatever whatever it you know is. there's there's always that sense of tipping somebody yes it's like do you know what I mean I do know what you mean I'm not into it I tell you <laughs> something I know what I'd be doing if it was me. although I can honestly say I've never I've never tipped a bookie in my life no I'd never well no no I would never tip a bookie if I had a bookie I'd be for three cents I'd go into collectors I'd drive to Cork to collect uh, but uh, well, I tell you what I'd do if it was me and her right yeah and she gave me the money she gave me the ticket and I won right 500 quid and she goes we won I'd go did we yeah grand yeah. I, well let's go to dinner with the money will we yeah and then I'd come down ready for dinner right wearing her dress and her pants and her socks and all right her hat and everything and when she goes what are you doing I go I'm just putting on our clothes to go for dinner do we have a problem with that precisely what's yours is mine what's mine is yours precisely oh what he could have done was it was, a, was it a scratch card or was it an actual it kind of a scratch card this scratch time. card scratch right card, do we yeah. know how much the scratch card cost I don't actually know but I'm presuming it's a like, what are they? I haven't bought a scratch card in years yeah, I don't know how much they cost I don't know so it's what it could be anything from one three five whatever I'd have even if it was a five. he should yeah. have just turned around and went listen there's the money for the card yeah fair play there's the fiver you yeah. know what I mean I'm either there, do you know something there, there you go there's an extra there's an extra fiver for the for the gift card buy, me, a new, buy me another one yeah, get, yeah get another one go and get you another one for yourself you never know you might be lucky you might be lucky too yeah you might be as lucky as I am it's a weird I don't know it's a weird like here we go right say uh, always throw a fiver or a tenner to, a tenner to the bookie staff it works in your favour somebody says how does that work to your favour? Oh, yeah, I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. Tip like, of the bookie! I mean, they're, not, they're hardly going to kind of give you a winner that you didn't have. Tip of the bookie! Just because you gave them a tip. I'd rather tip me burglar. Although I spoke, ma'am, yeah. Um, hi, lads. I would have told her to... Um, expletive, expletive. Uh, stupid woman. Uh, would she have shared it with him? Well, I, I, doubt I think that's what that's, her argument is. She would. That's from see. Diane in Cork. That's her argument. Would say she would. In which case, I think it's a selfish present. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when Homer bought Marge the bowling ball with Homer written on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You say, "Grad, okay, it's hers," but like, really, who's going to get the use out of it? Elaine in Cork's been on say morning, PJ and Jim. If she bought him a pair of socks, would he have to give her one of those? <laughs> I agree with the guy. <laughs> Here's one of those socks you bought me. Yeah, but isn't it funny though the way with other things that it is completely all right to share? Do you yeah, know well, I suppose. Like, I mean, know, it's I not never... just money, as you said it. Like you know, if somebody bought, although would you? Yeah. If somebody rocked up to you, I, I kind of have to say I don't think I would. I if somebody know. rocked up with a bottle of wine. I mean, I might say to them, "Do you want a drink or do you want something or whatever?" But I don't know that I'd necessarily open that bottle of wine there and then. Well, I'd be if you didn't do it for me, I'd be talking <laughs> about you for weeks after. <laughs> I'd be talking about you for weeks. I'd be calling up to you the following day and saying, do you mind if I use your dishwasher? I have a load of dirty plates here. That's what I'd be doing. I'd never stop. <sighs> Sorry, Jim, Just I was just passing by. Any chance of a shower? I'd I'm be- saying, <laughs> I'd say, I'd happily offer you a beer or whatever, but, it, well, I suppose if you were going to stay for a while, then I suppose it would, you know? Or like if somebody if somebody rocked up to you with a box of chocolates, would you? I suppose you would. I would, sort of yeah, open I would them open them, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. If, if you didn't them- have a present to reciprocate, like if you gave me a box of chocolates and I gave you a bottle of wine. Yeah. For a start, that'd be terribly weird. But be a anyway, very weird thing to do. Very weird thing. But um, I mean, yeah, we just not just open the boat and we share them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually probably what we would do anyway. Yeah. Although, do you know, if I was calling up to your gaff, though, I'd probably try. You know, just to put to make it feel weird. You'd be like, do you want? I called your bot thing with a bottle of wine and a box of shocks. There you go, Jim. You say, oh great, I'll open them now. And says, oh great, good, good stuff. I'll just run upstairs and run the bat. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them up to me whenever you're ready. I leave the door unlocked. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit, but what? Is it? The classic hit bid is worth 1,600 quid. It's double money Monday, 1,600 euro. Not small change, I can tell you that. And here's what it sounds like. And it's going to be Christine B that's going to go first this morning. How are you, Christine? 
Good morning, lads. How's it going? Not too bad. Why did Mike write you down as Christine B? Is there? Have you got an unpronounceable surname? No, I was actually doing a workout and I, he just says, like, you know, to me, it now kicks in. So I did a quick and I actually wrote down Fitbit. A Fitbit? Fitbit. <laughs> 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 so right. I go back and delete that and then just write down the hit bit and I just didn't bother putting down Brothers. <laughs> so it couldn't be, couldn't be asked either. That's okay, Chris. I'll tell you something, that sounds exactly like our kind of person, to be honest with you. So, Somebody who couldn't be arsed. Couldn't be arsed, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you're among friends you're here, definitely Christine. Are. I'm going to just call you Christine Fitbit then for the rest of this. <laughs> so, Christine so Fitbit, we've got 1,600 quid to give away. What do you think? George Michael, Faith. George Michael and Faith. Oh, Faith, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why did you, what, did you kind of have a moment there, PJ? I, I, I thought she said hit bit again. I don't know why. I don't know what was going on there for a second. <laughs> right. Time to head west to the wild and woolly west where Magical Michael is standing by with all of the answers. Morning to you, Michael. Good morning to you, lads, and good morning to you, Christine. Oh, morning, I'd Michael. love to give you the cash. I'd love to love to give you the cash, Christine. Uh, but it's not right, but do try again, because, you know, you got to keep the faith, the faith, the faith. Thank you, Thank you for the call. You're very welcome, Christine. I'm so glad Christine didn't even listen to his joke. <laughs> she didn't even listen to his joke. Christine, so while you were saying goodbye there, Mike was trying to get his pun out. Mind you, it was dreadful. <laughs> It was dreadful. <laughs> so you're, you're you're probably better off. Listen, have a good day, Christine. Cheers, <laughs> Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Michael, I can't believe, look at that. Your moment in the sun and it was taken away from you. I know, I know. She kept talking over me. Probably better off, yeah, you you're see, probably if, right, Jim. If you'd have committed completely and belted it out, you'd have, <laughs> dr- you'd have drowned her out, you see. He never does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, so let's see what happens. Mike literally has commitment issues. He really does, yeah. <laughs> He really does when it comes to the hippies. So Alison is waiting. Alison Landman, how are you, Alison? I'm good. How are you? Not bad at all. How are you, more importantly? And where are you today? We're, well, I'm in Bandon in County Cork. Deadly stuff, deadly stuff. And how are you feeling? You good? Yeah, all good. Getting ready for online schooling today with the kids. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, my God. I was talking to my sister yesterday about it. She was in an awful panic. She was saying, here That's we I go. noticed all over social media last night. You know the, the classic Sunday night fear? Yeah. But normally it used to be the fear. Like you and I used to say, you'd hear the music of a Glen Rowe or something, and yeah. suddenly you'd get Got that wash of yeah. panic that you were back in school the next day. And it was yeah. parents having it last night. Yeah. Exactly. The prospect of homeschooling. Exactly. Oh, God. Uh, Alison, how many of you, how, how many do you have at home? School today? I have two. Two, right. Well, that's still. What sort of ages are they? Well, my daughter is eight and my son is five and a half. So right, we'd okay. be looking at like, uh, you know, third class and juniors. Oh, so, right, not bad. Yeah. yeah. If, it go, if it goes, in, if it goes any higher than eight, though, to be honest with you, they'd know more than I would anyway. So it wouldn't be worth me <laughs> exactly. trying to teach them anything. <laughs> Same here. I'll be there. I'll be there exactly. to the kids. So, what, so what am I doing today? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, come on. Let's try and give you a few bobs. Sixteen hundred euro, Alison. What are you going for? Uh, Frank Sinatra, New York, New York. Wow! Oh my no, God, that's a classic. What a classic. That is a classic. Michael, what do you reckon? <laughs> Okay, it is a classic, and it's an absolutely brilliant song, but it's not a brilliant guess because it is wrong. I'm so sorry, Alison. But it's up there, no by the way, on classichits.ie, Alison, so make sure you tell all your friends that it's up there. Starts spreading the new hey! <laughs> Much better, Michael. Oh, Much better. better. Thank you. Thank you. Well done, sir. Alison, have, have a great day. You. Take See care. Bye bye now. Yeah, that was a far <laughs> superior effort, Michael. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Well done. See the difference, a bit of commitment. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Don't hide your light under a bushel, whatever that means, Michael. (laughs) PJ and Jim in the morning. Wake up happy. The two-time Imro award-winning breakfast show with Munster Group Insurance. We know how the discounts work. That's how we get you the best price. Munster Group Insurance. Wham, wake me up before you go-go here at Classic Hits. Nine and a half minutes past eight on this Monday. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Much appreciated. Uh, on the way, this is our first day of a brand new breakfast table quiz. Uh, that's still to come, but in the meantime... Biscuits and TV. Yeah, slightly different sort of biscuits and TV <laughs> for you today because um, it's not really about kind of like what you should be watching or recommendations or any of the stuff that we normally do with biscuits and TV. It's actually about the stuff that... Well, to be honest with you, you may well have loved watching, but the weird thing about it is, in the world we're in today, would it would never have gotten made. Never have gotten made. There's so many of them. There was a great article, actually, I think it was in the Independent Day, you were showing it to me, about all these TV shows that you could never make today. And I had a great laugh looking through them. I was like, oh my God, of course not. 
Yeah. Of course not. You see, that's the weird thing. I was looking through them as well, and, and there was a lot of them I was thinking, well, I don't get, why not? Why not, like? Well, which one? And I, let's go through it. Let's pick these apart. Do you have anything in mind? Well, I tell you, I mean, can, can I just can I just share this with you, for example? It's time for Now, that, of course, is the... Uh, we stole that for the breakfast table quiz, of course, but that's the original Animaniacs. Yeah. And that, that was on the list as a show that you wouldn't be able to make today. Apparently, it was so full of innuendo. Now, I, I used to watch the Animaniacs, and I have no idea what that is, but apparently it was so full of unbelievable innuendo that today uh, people would be horrified if they watched it in front of children. That's what I've heard. Hang on a second. Literally, I mean, uh, only the other day, was it Friday, you told us about the Danish TV programme for kids that was about, that was John Willyman. John Dillerman, it's called, which translates to John Willyman. And he uses his... He's got a long, long magic willy that he can lift things up with, that he can yeah. fight lions with, he can put out fires with it and everything So that's else. on now. That gets made and you're saying that the Animaniacs wouldn't get made today. Well, I will put it to you this way. They're saying John Willyman, mm-hmm. it's it's a completely non-sexualised thing. It's just it's just a man with a with a magic willy. Yes. Uh, whereas they're saying the Animaniacs had an abundance of um, hidden and very dirty innuendo that nobody knew about. I can't think of any sort of thing. Like, it's not like... They also say it's not like Pepe Le Pew. Like, you'd never make Pepe Le Pew today. You know what I mean? Was, oh, you mean because he was speaking in a French accent? Because your woman was like, get away from me the whole oh, time. Oh, sorry, like, yeah. What do you mean get away from you? So he was effectively, effectively a sex pest. Was, yeah, essentially a sex pest skunk. <laughs> so you couldn't make that. You know, that's definitely out there. Right, well then, explain this to me then, right? For those of you who might not remember it, that is the theme from Noel's House Party. Yes. Which, I mean, we've spoken about how much we used to love Noel's House Party. I love it. And Mr. Blobby and everything. Yeah, I love it. Now, what could possibly be wrong with Crinkly Bottom? I don't really understand this one. I'll read it to you as I I see it myself. Will I do that? Yeah. Right, so they're saying uh, that Mr. Blobby will be spared a platform. uh, Unless they say... The pink and yellow bulbous blob channeling the demon from The Exorcist was a stable of Saturday evening TV, is what they say. Whether it was freaking children out with impromptu talking puppets via the My Little Friend segment, literally coveting your neighbour's goods and beat your neighbours, so as in making your neighbours look bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. The beat your neighbours. Or the creepy NTV where you would, people would think they were losing their faculties when Noel Edmonds' shrill voice would seep from their televisions. I don't know, I don't get Actually, that Actually, the only thing is, that bit at the end is the only thing that... Because you know the way now we're absolutely wrapped up in chains with this GDPR thing? Yes. That, you know what I mean? You can't do anything can't without all the permissions permission and everything like that. and all of that. Yeah, so. so I assume it must be something like that, that with GDPR and all of this kind of privacy stuff, yeah. you'd never get away with doing a... A sort of like, you know, I don't, infiltrating you, somebody's home I guess, to I them. I guess you couldn't do it, yeah. You'd have to have all these sign, these forms signed and everything. Whereas beforehand, your man went out to the chipper and you just broke in <laughs> and rigged cameras all over the house. And then he could be sitting there doing that and, and, yeah. uh, and it'd just be put on live TV for the whole country to go, ha ha, look at the state of there, Actually, these I jocks. Mean, like that co- I mean, I can't think of any time it went very badly wrong, but I mean, no. if, if somebody had, I mean, you know, if somebody had have been engaged in some sort of weird activity yeah, yeah. There is at rumors. the wrong time. There is rumours, isn't there, of things that happened. And they, they just, no, we can't do that segment now. Well, yeah, like they were about to do it and then they went, he's not watching, um, he's actually not watching the programme. <laughs> well, tell him to turn it on. No, he's, it would be a really bad time to interfere in this. Uh, yeah, yeah, there is rumours. he's currently interfering and With something yeah. and uh, I don't think it's, yeah. So yeah. I don't know how true they are, we'll never know. Yeah, now this one I, I suppose, even though I don't agree with it, I suppose I kind of understand. What a team tune. Yeah. You're yeah, never I, I mean, allowed today. Never in a million years. Don't tell me. I suppose they're going to say that it's sexist 
watching somebody run along a beach in oh. slow motion wearing what may or may not be described as a swimsuit. Oh, and the way it was, all the body shaming that went on as well. Remember, it was always a fella on the beach with a, like a, the overweight lad that fell off his jet ski and all. <laughs> and then, and then they, you had to be rescued by these beautiful people who could do nothing wrong. Well, and, then say, was, you know. and then everything, of course, the, fe- the famous slow motion females. You know yeah. what I mean? And David Hasselhoff running to save someone with what looked like an aubergine in his trousers, <laughs> running into the sea. And you were like, oh, this is outrageous. It was all great television of its time, but there's no way. They tried to remake it in 2017. Remember well, they that? made it a kind of a comedy, didn't they, they yeah, with the rock and everything? with the everything. rock and all. But it was, so it was very different. But because you took all of that old raunch nonsense house, uh, it, it failed, you know. It just wasn't the yeah, same at all. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I, so I, I see where they're coming Mind from. Mind you, I mean, you know, at least it was it was sexist from both points of view. You know, there was everybody True, yeah. was beautiful. There was beautiful ladies and beautiful men. Exactly. Running around... Wearing the minimal amount possible. True, every single person in it was. And it was about life saving. Are we forgetting that here? It was about saving lives, PJ. It's about yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Come about, on. It was about you as an RNLI person should know. It's right about here. saving people from the sea, Baywatch. That was what it was about. It was basically a documentary. I think, unfortunately, you made a point against yourself there. If you see your local Coast Guard crews and all, heroes that they are, they're fantastic. Everyone that does what they do, they aren't alone yeah. though. But it's very rare you'd see one of them running in a pair of speedos towards the ocean. You know, yeah, if you ever see Collie out in Dunleary running along in, in, a, pair speedos, of, in be, a pair of orange speedos. Oh, she'd be swimming out to see yourself to get away from <laughs> Right. Yeah, so I don't think it'll ever make it. This one, I suppose, again, even though I thought it was a great show, I suppose I understand it. In fairness, Al Bundy wasn't exactly like, you know... Come on, it wasn't, it, a per- it wasn't a perfect husband. These days, Al Bundy, the most misogynistic, you would have to say. Uh, you know, uh, casual racism, casual sexism, casual homophobia. Every, uh, t- I mean, when was that made? That's, it was the 70s or something no, that was made. No, it was the 80s. Was it? Yeah, 1987 it started, yeah. Oh it went right God. into the 90s. I always thought that was like a 60s or 70s show. No, it had that look about it, yeah. yeah. It had that look about it. And then, of course, everything about All the jokes were basically, you know, his wife, Nagy. Him when he just wanted a peaceful life, you know. I just think, you know, whether there is situations like that in real life, I it's not for anyone to say. The simple truth is, you'd never be allowed to make that show today. No. You would never be allowed to make that show today. It was basically, it was like um, the one foot in the grave. Was that no, what was the one in, the, in Britain, your man? Oh, I can't even name it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was, but it, it, it was. He was the type of character that no, would never be celebrated on I mean, TV. Bit, yeah, it was basically. It was like um, a sitcom version of like a, a, Les, a Les Dawson routine. He was an American Alf Garner. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, Les Dawson. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was kind of. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the sitcom equivalent of a, of a mother-in-law joke. Really, know, wasn't but it? The, yeah, but terribly. Honestly, I loved. I watched it every week as a young fellow. I thought it was the funniest thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, these pesky women wanting shoes off him and everything. So his job was a shoe salesman. Yeah, yeah. And he was so And he absolutely despised Anyone that wanted to buy A pair of shoes Mind you I've been to a few shops Like that myself To be honest This one is an interesting one As well Because again I kind of like At first I would have said What that's That's relatively recent Sure what could be wrong with that And then I read through The description they gave of us And it suddenly made sense Britain Britain of technological achievement. We've had running water for over 10 years, an underground tunnel that links us to Peru, and we invented the cat. But none of these innovations would have been possible were it not for the people of Britain. And it is those people that we do look at today. Let's do it. Yeah, little Britain. Oh, Little Britain, yeah, Little Britain. yeah. Which again, I was thinking to myself, that's relatively modern, isn't it? It's not that old, blah blah blah. And then I read through the description of some of the stuff they did. The blackface and oh all my that kind God, of. Yeah. Ne- I'd forgotten imagine, all about that. Imagine even trying it. Yeah. Imagine even trying it. But uh, well, I suppose look, the thing is, you can look back on all these things with a sort of the modern eye and say you should have known better. But you can keep doing that. The truth is, nobody saw the harm in it. Yeah, that's not to say there is no harm in it. Like there was definitely people watching it going, yeah. Oh, but I 
example, there was even you can, then, o- you can only be of your own times. You can't sort of future-proof yourself necessarily <sighs> against something that people might find offensive at some stage in the future. I know. Like, do you think they can make Naked Camera now? Are you joking me? Some of the stuff that but happened But again, the GDPR stuff would be probably allowed. mad for you, would it? But if I you think, had, if yeah. you had to make that, like, yeah, all the consent things. And, and you wouldn't be allowed to film other people in their place of work. On the yeah. roads, I think you'd be all right, but in the place of work and all that. And you definitely wouldn't be allowed to walk up to a fella in the middle of Moore Street and say, come here, you, or I'll grab your boy off his rod and I'll take you up a pond you never seen. You'll never be able to do any of that. Not some some of us would argue you should never have been allowed to do that. Well, exactly. I still, I, it still gives me nightmares knowing that the dirty L one is even in the vicinity. Yeah, come here and I'll shove me hand in your cheese and onions and I'll crush the crisps off you. You know, I don't know if you'd be allowed. I honestly don't think you'd be allowed. I don't think you would. Yeah, and the world would have been a better place. I think you might be right. I think you might be right to be to tell the truth. And even Jake Stevens with his whole, I'm looking for a watch that'll get me some ladies because ladies love my (laughs) and love ladies love when I do. And I do. I think anybody that ever takes offence at Jake Stevens is is a poor soul. There, you know what I mean. I don't know. Man. Jake Stevens is truly one of the great gifts. I don't know. It's been man. given to the world. I've watched a few of those back over the last few years. And I have to say, even I was offended. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then look at there's before we get into what else should have been, or might have been on the list, right? There's this one that was on the list that I thankfully, I mean, it never really happened. That's. And by that I mean, right, they made this pilot and one episode oh. did get aired. This is in the States. This is very... Uh, I uh, think, is no, it? No, it was British. If you're no thinking way. of what I'm thinking of, is this the Hitler one? Yeah. No, it was a British show. Oh my God, this is a little excerpt. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. Hello. I'm home. Hi, honey. It's great to be Top Gun, but it's nothing like the fun that I get when I say, Hi, honey, I am home. Hi, honey. That is unbelievable. Hi, honey, I'm home. It was about Hitler had survived the war and moved to the States. Like, it was a British maid, and him and Eva Braun moved next door to Jewish neighbours. This was the idea for the sitcom. Oh, my God. And the outrage was so bad that it was cancelled after one single airing. Apparently, the person that was watching just kind of went, get this off my TV station and never, ever, ever show it again. Who's... I mean, the idea that somebody signed off on it, even for it to get aired... I know, yeah. ...is extraordinary. And the thing is... You know what it's like? It's actually... It's the television equivalent of that movie, The Producers, isn't it? You know, where it they is. did springtime for Hitler and, and all that. And that's the thing. It's Heil Honey, I'm Home actually ruined um, comedy for a lot of people because Hitler was kind of funny before that. I was seen as a figure of fun with Allo yeah. Allo and... Um, you know, there's, uh, there were all kinds of Hitler sort of stuff was... These people used to Slagging love taking the mickey yeah. And it all disappeared after Heil Honey, I'm Home because Heil Honey, I'm Home was so outrageous that suddenly people went... This thing is so God. bad; it's actually it's actually nearly as bad as the war. This thing, and then put, uh, putting them beside Jewish neighbours. Jewish neighbours, that was oh the whole God. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most ill-advised, they say, the most ill-advised ever sitcom made. Right. Um, um, it, just a couple of things. Somebody saying uh, Father Ted um, that, would be something you wouldn't be able to make today. You wouldn't. Do you reckon? Know. I don't think so. After all this, well, I suppose, of course, yeah. Not necessarily what was in Father Ted. It's just the whole. Catholic Church thing is that what you're saying? Yeah, and like Twitter and all. You know, you'd never, my father Ted never would have got through Twitter. I'm so offended. People have no respect for my beliefs to be a lot of that. Yeah, uh, I don't think it would have made it through. I don't think so. Somebody saying Comedy Central are starting to show reruns of Baywatch and the A Team. So I mean, if you want to be outraged by Baywatch, you know, go. Where did you say this again? Comedy Central, yeah. Comedy Central. It's not gas. Um, a comedy show. Yeah. Uh, Bravo apparently are re-showing them yeah somebody said yeah Central again lots of people just just pointing out that you know this thing that you wouldn't get to make today you can actually still see it which is a bit strange too I know but that's always the way though you're allowed to sort of repeat these things for a lot of the time like you can still people say that Friends would never get made today Friends what yeah Friends is on the oh Friends very bad what did Friends do oh Jimmy joke me Friends oh they have all these Oh, to be honest, I don't know what they did wrong, but I remember reading that this was a terrible thing. And I, I was very upset by it. 
Re- yep. The research that goes into the show is extraordinary, isn't it? Really? Actually, it's a wonder this show gets made today. I don't have to be. I don't have to be need research. I'm being outraged. You just go. That's disgraceful. What is? I can't believe it. Some guaranteed Irish and emotional fish celebrate here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Final call on the breakfast table quiz. Nothing to beat on a Monday. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Magic Mike standing by. Let him know if you fancy having a bash. You'll be setting the score. That'll be setting the standard for everyone else for the rest of the week. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Now uh, all the WhatsApps in about the uh, the stuff on TV or the stuff that was on TV that you wouldn't even get it made today. Hugely popular shows that uh, people reckon you wouldn't even get away, like it would never be accepted by a, a TV company or TV yeah. executive Oh my God, made. never get broadcast at it's all. extraordinary. Mind you, on a slightly different note, Brian and Swords has been on to say, let's be honest, the most offensive thing on television is Leeds United. Should never have been made. I agree completely. Oh, 100% my support on that one. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, shocking. Poor old Leeds getting a terrible thing today. Oh, it's pretty funny. By the way, don't forget, like, if you happen to be around the old Crumlin Road there and you want to you want to really enjoy yourself, stick your head into Brown's Butchers there and say you want a, a Crawley Town special. Yeah. I do- Three quid off. It's very good, yeah. I <laughs> oh, don't forget the uh, Leeds United special. A bag of going off ham. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the bomber Brown there will be happy to oblige. I'd say he's going he's to kill go- us. He's he, going mad. I'd he's say. going to kill me one day. Oh. One day I'm going to come out of here and he's just going to attack me. He'll be standing there with a giant sausage to beat you to death. And in fairness, I can't say I didn't deserve it. <laughs> um, right, so a couple of the ones coming in. Somebody was saying that um, Dave Allen. Brilliant in his day, but you'd never, he'd never get away with a true as well. And same with Spike though? Milligan, yeah, they definitely had. Oh yes, Spike yeah. Milligan. Remember, he had the Irish Space Station um, thing that would never be broadcast on British TV now. The Irish Space Rocket and it counted down for ten, and it went ten, eleven, twelve, <laughs> eight. Like all of that, you'd all right. never in a million years would you be allowed to broadcast. Yeah, it. I'm trying to remember some of that. I mean, I know Dave, like Dave Allen used to have a big go at the church stuff. Yes, but I mean, surely that's like similar to Father, Father Ted. Like if you're taken. If you're having pot shots at the church thing, surely that's like. What does it mean? I don't know. I don't think so. I, no. think, I don't think you can anymore. I think like you can to a degree, but uh, Angus McGreen and I will tell you all about that having to make public apologies about slagging off. Um, yeah, maybe religion yeah. and all of that this week. Anyway, uh, somebody else is saying the uh, the first storyline of Dawson's Creek. Well, I never watched Dawson's Creek. So oh I my god, I love Dawson's Creek. Oh my god, so don't. it's was, only just been released on Netflix. So would it? Would that have been controversial? Nowadays, not, not, well, well there, was, there was a real, there was a storyline about where a teacher got uncomfortably close to a student. I think there was business. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I saw. So like, are we not allowed to do anything now? That's no. Right, okay. You're not allowed to do anything. Fair enough. Jim, they won't even let us sit in the same room together in case something happens. <laughs> Somebody saying two and a half men. Yeah, well, like anything that has Charlie Sheen even remotely even associated remotely with it, it's probably dangerous to begin Charlie with. Charlie Sheen hasn't even been there. You don't even know to put a picture of him in the paper anymore without somebody complaining about it. <laughs> yeah, good he old got Charlie in Sheen. So much trouble! Oh my god! I, it's. Uh, do you know what I still find slightly weird about all of this, though, is the fact that like we're talking about shows, and like nobody really uh, there's no outrage among people. You know, so we've read this uh, an article of saying that, okay, TV execs would never touch this with a barge bowl. Yeah. But there's no real outrage from actual viewers. No, you know not I mean? really, no. If anything, there's a there's a sense of, like, nostalgia. And, yeah, or fondness. I mean, okay, right, you know, there, it, it gets to a point. I was going to say Benny Hill, but actually I find that quite entertaining. I love Benny Hill. <laughs> And like yeah. Dave Allen, I love Dave Allen, love Father Ted, love I, I, love Father you Ted, you know, and all of that stuff. I it's hard friends. to imagine that that's not a. So supposedly, it wouldn't get made today. Definitely not. People give out about friends and all that would never get made. I don't think anything I ever made back even twenty years or fifteen years ago would be made today. Look at that, um, uh, Annika flying about in a helicopter. What could possibly be wrong with that? Mm. I think I know what they're getting at. What? It was. It was the. Close-up shots of the running at the end, wasn't it? The ju- you know, the, the the running in the. So basically, what we've what we've established is people don't like running. They didn't like running in Baywatch. They didn't like running in, uh, you know, whatever that thing was, Treasure Hunt or whatever it was called. I don't think that's what they're saying, though, Jim. I think they're saying that there was maybe a part of. It looked like. I don't. How do I? I don't even know how to say it. It looked like her bottom was a bit hungry sometimes. <laughs> And there wasn't much around to eat, only a cat suit. Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. 
win the best prize out there is Try to get the score, hold the next call, get some more It's the Breakfast Table Quiz the Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. You know, there's a rumor doing the rounds in theatrical circles that uh, when all of this is over and people can go back to theatres, they're planning to do a remake of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoast. You're joking. Yeah, and it's going to be called Joseph and the Exclusive Classic Hits Hoodie. I think that's a really good because idea. Because it's of a similar stature. It as the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. 100%. It Even Elvis wants one, just abs- like in the show. <laughs> yeah. And it's literally, and it's filled with all sorts of magical powers. Just a small dis- disclaimer here. Anything you hear in the show may or may not be total lies. Mm. But anyway. You might find an ugly mug in the pocket of it, though. <laughs> it's, it's a, it is the money can't buy prize of a PJ and Jim Classic Kids hoodie. That's what's up for grabs in the breakfast table quiz. Day one. Day nothing one. to beat. So Monday is getting to set the standard for the week ahead. And it's going to be John Walsh this morning. How are you, John? I'm very well, thank you very much, PJ. What's the crack with you, John? Where are you today? I'm at home in Dublin. I'm reminding my three kids and uh, <gasps> doing the best I can. Oh, are you oh, starting Lord. school today as well, then? Yeah, well, we call it school, but not school when you're home. It's, it's a different kind of home education, you know? I wouldn't call it the school standard, you know? Right. Well, I know what you mean. What, do you, li- what do you like as a teacher, John? Are you any good? That pause. I'm clearly been told I'm not a teacher here in the background. Oh right, so, okay. Oh, well, God. that's that's great, isn't it? Oh, unbelievable! It's, the students are already rebelling. They do that when they know the yeah. teacher as well as that. My sister's the same as you. Three kids in the house, and she was like, with us, uh, chatting to us yesterday, you know. And she's saying, I just can't. Uh, I have to face the idea is of this now tomorrow. You know, yeah. three kids, three different years. All the school has to start. I don't know. Why, I don't did, know I, why did I ever have children? Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, they'll be worth it someday. They'll be worth it someday. Yeah. Yeah. Get them out to work, John. That's the secret. Get them out to work. Straight up the chimney, like you were saying before. Absolutely. <laughs> what was ever wrong with that? Oh, right, John, listen, uh, there's no score to beat, so no matter what happens, you will be top of the leaderboard. You can rub their noses in that after this. You'll be top of the leaderboard uh, today for sure, regardless okay. of what you score. Let's see if we can get one for uh, everybody else to try and challenge. 60 seconds, ready to go? Go. Best of luck, here we go. What day is the name given to a period of 10 consecutive years? Decades. In baseball, what is it called when a player makes a circle of all the bases in one go? Home run. In Come the on. 1989 film, Look Who's Talking, what actor voiced the baby? A pass. Bruce Willis, what or is the name for the official allowance of food in a time of shortage? Ration. What is the opposite of expansion? Uh, contraction. What? Which Irish boy band had a hit with Love Me For A Reason? Boys on. What B has a soft core known as marrow? Bone. Which two letters are used to, as, as an abbreviation to describe the time after noon? Uh, PM. Christopher Reeve played what fictional superhero? Midjour was the lead singer of what pop band? Pass. Ultravox, the iris, lens, and retina are found in what organ? I. Freddie Mercury is the lead singer of what band? Queen. Into what sea does the River Nile flow? Uh, Caspian. The Mediterranean, in American currency, 10 cents make a what? A dime. In what Italian what what Italian word was scra- for scratched drawing can be found in the walls? Oh my God! I'll ask you that properly now. If you don't mind. <laughs> I'm so glad we ran Spit out of time. Spit it out, PJ, will you? I swear to God, I, I nearly I nearly wrestled my brain out onto the table there. Well, we just give him the point and save you the embarrassment of reading it again. Yeah, go on, graffiti. Go on. Well done, well done, John. You got that. Well done, John. That was a great one. Right, good stuff. Dear, that, I tell dear. you something, that was not a bad score, John Walsh. Well done, you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, that's a great score. What a thanks, start. Sir. What a start to the week, John. Well done, sir. All right, thanks very much. And listen, you better give a shout out. What are the names of the uh, of the people who'll be have, schooling today? Well, we have Connor, we have two schoolers and a half a schooler. We have Connor, who's eight, and we have Kieran, who's six, and we have Evie, who's three. Brilliant. So she's just eating rice krispies, basically. Yay, she, yeah. And she she's the it. boss of the whole operation, Absolutely. to be perfectly honest. John Walsh, well done, sir. Have a cracking day. Thanks very much. Cheers. See you, John. Thank you. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. Be safe and be smart with revision courses at Julie's. Online or on site. See kes.ie. Classic Hits.